but before I go any farther, I think it's time we set the record straight and let everyone know the real reason why I left. And it's because... Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go Nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, Go Nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. The great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I could, I could wake up to that greeting every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, Nose fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go Nose. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. We are here for our 100th episode really excited i don't know how we've been able to do this and how i've been able to deal with dustin for this long on here along with austin and fisher back in the day uh but we are here we're going to talk a little bit about the nfl draft Jameis winston uh we're also going to name our top five worst fsu football players we're going to give our own opinions on that that should be pretty interesting good conversation we're going to go through our fsu hear the spirit trivia and then terrible bad dad jokes at the end uh, as always, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're on iTunes. Make sure to leave a review. Uh, but let me go and introduce first, we have a special guest. A lot of you, if you're a veteran listener of Hear the Spirit, you most certainly know who it is. He recently left us because Dustin was bullying him, <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was confirmed. Um but Fisher Adkins, Fisher Goober Adkins, is is back with us. If you don't know who he is, he's our lead graphic designer. He was on with us for well over, uh, it's got to be a year uh, on here talking uh, 2018, Willie Taggart, for the most part. Um, so he was on here. But yeah, what's up? What's up, Fisher? Nothing much. But before I go any farther, I think it's time we set the record straight and let everyone know the real reason why I left. And it's because Logan and I got into contract negotiations for 2020 and my people met with his and we just couldn't come to an agreement. And then you tried to franchise tag me and, you know, I wanted to stay because this is my home. But my agent was like, I mean, you got to go where the money is. So unfortunately, we couldn't come to an agreement. But uh, so which yeah. podcast did you leave us for? I'm still uh, a free agent, still under. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't really work out. Still looking for a home. Made a bad decision. Uh, but, well, yeah, I, I'm just I'm glad to have him. I'm glad to have you back on for us. This is gonna be a good episode. It's our hundred, so I thought we'd have a little special time. And obviously, we've got our guys, our lead writer and editor Dustin Lewis, and our lead basketball writer Austin Veazey with us. How are you two guys doing? You know, there's, there's there's been better days. My dog woke me up at like four in the morning because she was snoring so loud and it was shaking the room. And I wish I was making that up. It's a very odd thing to yeah. mention, but... I'm tired. All right. I'm pulling yeah, up I'm Dustin. Sure. I want to sleep through the podcast. Oh. 
I'm doing well. Excited to talk to my man Fisher. It's been a little bit, so I'm getting a little hyped up right now. <laughs> you did go grab a donut just for this episode. Oh, I'm juiced, baby. What kind Great. of donut was it? It's a cinnamon sugar fry donut from Publix. It is from the gods. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon? Mm, that just sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, you already tried the KFC donut two or three sandwich. A day. This is a step down. The KFC sandwich? It's a step down yeah. from that. It is. Yeah. That is true. Fisher, what, what have you been up to? Obviously, and I think a lot of people don't appreciate it nowadays because it's just everywhere, but graphics-wise, when it comes around the NFL draft, obviously you personally have stuff that you're doing for school reasons um, and design there, uh, but then also your lead guy here, um, and you're working with Adam doing graphics, but, I mean, whenever the NFL draft is going on, or big events, but definitely an NFL draft, you've got to be ready to be creative throughout the whole friggin' week. Um, but how, how's it been? Uh, it's been an exhausting week. Um, if our listeners don't know, I, I'm a graphic design intern for Mississippi State football. I handle uh, all the recruiting duties for Mississippi State football. And so this was a, a pretty hectic week um, doing personalized graphics for, for Mississippi State's recruits for the draft. And then uh, this is the second year of me doing uniform swaps for Mississippi State. And they had five guys drafted again. And each swap takes about two hours. So that's 10 hours of work doing right after the graphic right after the draft was over and stayed up stayed up way too late in the night working on those but uh week's over um we got it done a successful week so now i'm ready to take a little break yeah and plus exam everything there's always exams when some big sporting event is going on or a coaching search is happening always got to have exams no matter what so he's finishing up i just finished up yesterday um so yeah, and you did the the graphic, the Hollywood one with Derwin and Jalen was yeah, just yeah, yeah brutally disgusting. That was <laughs> no no one uh, can really compete. Yeah, that a, lot, close a lot of that. a lot of people saw that and liked it, including the official uh, FSU football account. Obviously, uh, posted <laughs> their own posted their own version three days three days later. But it's 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 whatever. It's all good. It's all fun. It's good to be competitive. It's always fun like that. Um, but yeah, shout out to Adam too, who is our guy that's below Fisher. Uh, they they're they've been working until up, but Adam's just been killing it, man. And he's gotten better too. And it's we have a lot of cool creative things coming out. And also, we have a poster giveaway going on right now, so you can go check that out on Instagram and Twitter. You can enter on both sides. We're giving away two posters from the 2013 national championship team that Fisher made. I think it's one of his best graphics. It's clean, and um, I'm actually printing one off out currently so definitely go enter that but i said we jump into some nfl drafts so we obviously had jack was on here this last episode and we were talking about what cam Akers brings what he'll bring to a team but we didn't know at that time because the first round already went and obviously Akers wasn't drafted until the second round he's picked by the la rams he's going to join jalen ramsey and levante taylor over there he was uh, he was a 52nd pick he goes to be before jk dobbins what are you guys thoughts on the pick there by the rams it was good <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> don't be too shy i mean 
the Rams need a running back because they cut Todd Gurley and they're in a messy cap situation. They don't really have a running back. So, yeah, it makes sense. I wasn't expecting to go before J.K., um, but I also wasn't expecting uh, Jonathan Taylor to go before either of Akers or J.K. Dobbins. So, shows us what we know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good good move by the Rams, like you said. They moved on from Gurley, and they needed to find find their next star at that position, which Akers could certainly blossom into after what we saw at him out of him at Florida State. Obviously, he played behind one of the worst offensive lines, if not the worst offensive line in school history over the past couple of seasons. And now he gets to move on to, to the NFL, and I think he'll definitely excel behind even a mediocre offensive line. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like the biggest question, mark, or kind of the biggest thing about Cam Akers is considering how well he performed the past two seasons behind one of the worst offensive lines in the country. And so makes me wonder, you know, what would he have looked like at, at a Clemson or a Georgia or a Bama running behind those guys? Uh, the numbers he would have put up would have been silly. And at least he's got a creative offensive mind now with uh, Sean McVay instead of, I mean, Bryles was somewhat creative and then Taggart, which just sucked. But. Right. <laughs> yeah, you wonder if they're going to utilize him, you know, the wild cam at all. That's that exactly kind of, what I was going to say. Yeah, wild yeah you wonder if they're going to let him throw it and, and kind of be creative with what he can do. Yeah, I bet Sean, I bet Sean McVay is going to have some fun with Akers out there. Yeah, the big thing is offensive line. I mean, if you look at stats and through his career, but what he's had to deal with, um, yards after contact, that's a majority of all of his yards. I mean, he didn't have much of any line throughout his career at FSU. Uh, the thing that really saved him, and he worked his ass off getting drafted early this year is because he really worked on his vision and I think he became more patient and was learning on how to deal with that offensive line and the year before that he was kind of not being so patient rushing into things um, and now I was going to say waiting for holes to develop but there really wasn't any holes to see and happen but he actually he actually did a really well, really well job this last season, and, and focused on his body and endurance and speed, and it showed. And he, and he most certainly deserved to get picked. And he, he goes before J.K. Dobbins, which is a little. Uh, it, it shocked me, and I also sh- kind of shocked a lot of the analysts um, and all your mock draft expert guys. Um, and of course, somehow, uh, I'm a Steelers fan, so I, I, I don't have, I don't have acres could have drafted him uh, we go wide receiver but then jk dobbins who i think is a really good really 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 good running back goes to my he goes to my rival which we'll get into in a little bit but um i, I think i think cam Akers is going to excel in that sean McVay offense in la and he joins jalen ramsey and yeah real quick on Akers, 3.9 of his 4.9 yards per carry occurred after contact last season that's insane yeah. He was getting hit as soon as he touched the ball and just dragging guys with him. <laughs> yeah, that is actually that is absolutely correct. Uh, welcome to Florida State. Welcome. Coach Atkins, we are praying for you. <laughs> we, are, we will support you. <laughs> he can't do any can. worse. No. And the one thing that we don't have noted in here, so obviously Florida State only has one player drafted. Mike Norvell and staff uh, from their previous schools before and their position groups sent eight players in this NFL draft. Um, I think three from Memphis and then like Auburn, 
Charlotte, I think, had two, and I'm not going to know the other ones, but uh, the Mike Norvell staff, eight, um, Willie Taggart staff, one. Yeah, and I think three of the guys from Memphis that got drafted combined for a two-star rating coming out of high school. So three guys combined for two (laughs) two stars all drafted. Wow, and that's called developmental. Yep. Uh, That's called developing kids right there. That's something that Florida State fans have really seen things go down the downhill. They have not seen that. (laughs) Yeah, they have no. They most certainly have not seen development. Work and getting players better. I mean, we'll look. Let's look right now. I mean, Stanford Stanford Samuel's a third. He gets picked up undrafted free agent by the Packers. Ryan Roberts obviously transferred to FSU in his last season. He's got picked up by the Chargers. Gabe Neighbors, who I think is going to probably, I think he should make the squad. I think they'll utilize him a lot. But Gabe Neighbors goes to LA two with the Chargers, and they're both Ryan Roberts and Neighbors are joining. Um, Derwin James and then Levante Taylor is going to the LA Rams. So any thoughts on this? I I am. What about Dontavious Jackson? I, I know. Where's our guy at? And what what about Alex Hornerbrook? Skipped the bowl game to prepare for the draft. Didn't get drafted. Didn't even get picked up. Unbelievable. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Dustin? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we heard what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fisher, uh, welcome back. <laughs> Good to be back. Yeah, so any thoughts on these guys? So, Sanford, you were roasting him in the in the meeting, in the production meeting, Austin, about the Packers <laughs> and, you know, obviously the Packers had a I pretty just, interesting draft. I just, but... Yeah, can we just take two minutes to talk about how bad this Packers draft was? I mean, it was yeah. abysmal. It might be the worst draft class I've ever seen. Go with they the backup quarterback in the first round. Goat. No. Future goat, Jordan Love. He's not going to play for five years. And then they go with the third string running back in the second round, an H-back in the third round, <laughs> five straight offensive linemen in the rest of the draft, and still no wide receivers. I mean, that's impressive. It's like they're trying to show Aaron Rodgers that, hey, we literally don't care about you, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think they've been saying that for years now, and finally the GM's like, yeah, can you, if you would just leave us alone, that'd be great. Yeah, I saw the ESPN t- t- posted like a Brett Favre quote saying today that it took him off guard and he, he thinks he'll finish somewhere else, which I, I don't understand pushing away one of the greatest talents ever. That just makes no sense to me. But, you know, it's the Packers, so. I just love to see it. They were a game away from the Super Bowl last year and said, no, we don't think we can go back. Let's just blow right. it up. Right. Crazy. But I, 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 I think – who's going to save it all and take them to a Super Bowl as Stanford Samuels the third. I think Samuels isn't making the roster. <laughs> he wouldn't uh, make the practice squad's practice squad. He wouldn't make the XFL's practice squad. Uh, now, we're, now, now, the thing is, though, I would do want to see how coaching goes for a lot of these guys, like Levante, who I think has a high ceiling and still has a lot um, – I'm in the tank for him. I think his career is going to do well in the NFL. Uh, same goes to Gabe. I think he can be utilized in a lot of ways. He showed that his senior year and also the, throughout his career playing fullback. But uh, he, has, he has good hands, fast, ran track in high school, um, and a 
can and can block. So I think Gabe will hopefully get get with us, stay at the squad there with the Charters. I don't know too much about Ryan Roberts. Don't know. Don't. Don't. I mean, the Chargers know. don't have great offensive linemen, but I don't think he's also <laughs> going to help the situation. That's being, that's being I don't want to say. But they don't have great <laughs> offensive linemen. They're terrible. They, they traded for someone, I thought, though. They traded for someone decent. and But besides that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty bad offensive line, but he's not going to help. Yeah, I was about to say then, I'm not trying to say anything mean, but then he should fit in well there. That's <laughs> uh, like not being. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just Florida he wasn't. Ter- just he not. wasn't terrible for Florida State. He right? wasn't god awful. I mean, he was still behind Dante Lucas, a true freshman. He he was the second best offensive lineman last year, but that's really not saying much. No, he's just yeah. the type of guy. He has the attitude. Very very mature and, and driven type of guy. I think that there's a possibility he could latch on with the Chargers, but it, it really all just depends. I mean, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any ideas on where uh, Dontavious Jackson is going? I'm not allowing him to the come. The dumpster. The Arena Football League. <laughs> where is, where is uh, Dontavious going, Fisher? And be nice and creative with us here. Um... Did he graduate this year? <laughs> Back you <know>? to school. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to grad school. <laughs> did, he, did he get a degree or? Uh, I, th- I think so. I think he's gonna be. I think he's got his stuff there. Does he have like a LinkedIn profile? Because <laughs> you might need to, you know, what? maybe just shift his focus. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be the. Uh, I'm gonna be the kind one on here. Uh, I don't know. You kind of were throwing some stuff there. Y'all ever on. seen like those SEC commercials when it's like? You know, all these athletes are going to go pro in some in something other than sports. That's kind of like that's kind of where Dontavious <laughs> might be headed. But like, I'm trying to be nice. It, Let it I, out. I think he's going to be like a. You know those guys that leave school and like seven years later are still posting like workouts on Instagram, saying like, <laughs> "I just need my opportunity. Just give me a chance." That that's kind of what we might see out of Dontavious in the, in the years to come. Yeah, I think that he'll. Uh, I think what's going to happen with Dontavious is that he is going to like watch all the football, like all the FSU football games, and whenever Florida State, Florida State's defense lets a third and twenty go for a first down, he'll still celebrate that he got a big hit on the person when they're down two touchdowns. Like he'll still celebrate at home in front of his TV. If I mean, if the XFL. Well, still in business. I mean, he's just a, he's he's a he could be a great t- like TV personality for them. You know, bring him on, bring him on to the squad. Just kind of have a hype guy. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see the what's going to happen there on the Jack on the Dontavious Jackson train ride. I'm yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. <laughs> Dustin will be keeping a close eye out. He'll be giving us weekly updates on what Dontavious Jackson's life after college is going to be. Let's talk about the big one here for Dustin and Fisher. Jameis Winston, it's officially official, official, official. He's going to the uh, New Orleans Saints on a one-year deal. Anybody got the money thing pulled up yeah. anywhere? 
Yeah, it says Jameis Winston's contract with the Saints carries a base value of 1.1 mil, $148,000 signing bonus, base salary of 952000 and he can make up to $3.4 million in incentives. Mm, I wonder what those incentives are. It's probably like... Not throw a pick and he gets a lot of money. Wow. I mean, sure. That's probably... I might be it. Um, but yeah, any any thoughts on Jameis Winston going to New Orleans? He obviously gets to learn behind Drew Brees, a future Hall of Famer. Um, both quarterbacks really like to throw, have a lot of yards in their veteran careers. It's crazy to think that we're calling Jameis like a veteran veteran now, but he sure is. Uh, but, you know, there's a chance that this could be Drew Brees last year. So then coming in would be most likely over uh, Hill would be Jameis Winston. Uh, do you think this is a good move or should you have gone elsewhere? Yeah, like you said, this is a very big opportunity for Jameis to learn under one of the best quarterbacks of all time and Drew Brees, not to mention one of the best offensive minds and Sean Payton, who has uh, really innovated the game, I would think, offensively. Um, yeah, it's just... It's really just such a big opportunity for Jameis following his time in Tampa Bay. I think this is a it's a very humbling moment for him to be able to be the number one draft pick, start for five years in Tampa, and now have to take kind of a backseat role for this year to learn. But if Drew Brees does retire following this year, Jameis Winston will be in line to take over for the Saints. And I, I think it kind of plays into what the Saints were doing with Teddy Bridgewater the past couple of seasons before Bridgewater got that big contract with Carolina this offseason. So it's kind of in the same vein there. I think they're just trying to find the the right successor to Drew Brees, and it very well could be Jameis. Yeah, I think this is a, a really smart move on, on both sides for the Saints and for Jameis. Uh, just when you consider that this is maybe Drew Brees' last year, we don't know that for sure, but, um, but you know, maybe. And so bring him in, see how he does. And, and if he, you know, produces well and you can trust him, then then he can be your guy once Drew Brees leaves. And then on Jameis's end of things, you know, obviously we see now Tampa was, and we've known this, Tampa was just not a great situation for him. Um, kind of going back to, to his days at FSU, you didn't see that many inter- interceptions in 13, and that's because he had a great team around him, and he didn't feel like he had to put the entire team on his back. And then in 14, obviously he felt that way being down, uh, in every game, and, and that's when you see the interceptions come, when he felt like he had to make every single play. And I think that's kind of the way it was in Tampa as well. You, you had a really uh, bad to mediocre, below-average team, and he kind of felt like he needed to be the star, be the guy again. And that's when you see all these mistakes from Jameis. And so to be uh, in New Orleans around a, a franchise that is consistently winning uh, for for years and years, uh, in, large part, in large part to Drew Brees and the success they've had there, his, the chance he has there to, to learn under Breeze and learn under Sean Payton, uh, I think it's going to do a lot of good for his mentality and just his game overall. And uh, maybe it is best just for the, the longevity of his career just to just to sit and, and learn and get better uh, and, and instead of feeling like you know he has to be the guy. Um, so I, th- I think it's a great situation for him. Yeah, yeah I, think him having, oh, I think him having the stability around him is going to help him a lot. I mean, it's a coaching staff that's been settled there for years now. It's not Tampa. Where the, he's had, like, what, three different coaches in five seasons and how many different offensive coordinators. 
Right. I think that stability is going to help him a lot. Yeah, following the signing, Jameis said, being a part of the Saints, being a part with Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, Sean Payton, Coach Joe Lombardi, Coach Pete Carmichael. When you think about that room, that's like a Harvard education in quarterback school. So Jameis is really going to take advantage of this opportunity to learn under Drew Brees and Sean Payton, and I, I think it's going to be for the better of his career. Yeah. This is just a minor bump in the road for what's going to come. Supposedly Jameis Winston uh, turned down a multi-year uh, contract with the or an offer from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm personally going to have a, a talk with Jameis. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to do that, but I'm going to have a personal chat with him in the coming weeks. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, but we're going to sit Please back do. and I'm trying to. I, mean, I just want to figure out what's going on. I understand the move. I think it's a. I think it's a good idea being behind Drew Brees. Um, he could be that man in New Orleans, uh, and Jameis Winston could uh, take over there. But um, I don't know. I, I've got an offensive line for him. I've got weapons. We should have drafted a, a running back, but that's okay. We did get one from Maryland, but it's not J.K. Dobbins. But uh, I, I just, I just, I just thought we had something going. But <laughs> I guess, I guess, off to New Orleans get some jumbo. I personally don't really want to go some visit. Jumbo? Some yeah. jumbo. You can get him some jumbo and some jumbo. I'm gonna some get jumbo. Gumbo, bro. Did I say jumbo? Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking Dumbo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a good one. That's too good. Yeah, that was sad. I'm sorry, I've got this cat that's just nonstop just yelling at the door trying to get in here. It's about to sling it through the window. Anyways, uh, let's see here. So, yeah, uh, let's move on. With the list of things. Oh, he's going to wear number two. Jameis Winston is going to wear number two. I don't know if anybody knows that, but now you know. It's because he's going to shit on people. Good Lord. We've hit the rough part of the podcast. What? (laughs) Can y'all hear that cat? (laughs) Yeah. Golly. Uh, No. Back off. Back off. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, meow. Uh, but yeah, Jameis Winston is going to wear number two in New Orleans. Uh, Dion, he, he said that he wanted to wear it in high school and, and at FSU, but it was never available. But here it is. Are you going to get a... Uh, Dustin, you said you're moving from the Bucks to the Saints. Is this something that you want to make official on the podcast? Like an official statement? Or oh, what, what are you doing absolutely. here? Absolutely. The Bucks, the Bucks are out the window, bro. <laughs> Why is that? I'm a I'm a Jameis Winston fan, not a Bucks fan. Okay. So that You're means if Jameis, go, if Jameis goes from the Saints to I don't know who would he Pittsburgh. go to. Yeah, if he goes the, from the Saints to Pittsburgh in a year, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. So you're gonna join me? I'm just I'm on the road with Jameis Winston. I go with him. We're a partnership. Okay. Now Fisher. Now this is something pretty awesome because we talked a lot of trash. I always talk a lot of trash about the Titans because I always just forget that they're playing and I thought they were irrelevant. But uh, they actually had a good season last year that ended off. And congratulations to you, Fisher Atkins. They now we now remember who the Titans are. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, are you kind of gonna start watching Saints games a little bit more? Like what's going on here? Well, 
I'm only going to be four hours away from New Orleans, which is pretty exciting. Uh, might make mm. a few trips down. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm not going to say that people would destroy me for it. But maybe Jameis will get to play in a few games this year, so I might get to see some action. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Okay, making sure. You never know. How I mean, did Drew Brees? He's had a little. He's had a couple injury issues over the last. Yeah, couple years. He that's, had that what was, what, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. We'll see if James gets some time. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe if Brees gets nicked up and they sit him for a game or two. Right. It happened to yeah. happen to Bridgewater. Look at what happened to Bridgewater last year. He he came in and went five and zero. Right. All of a sudden, you know, people are saying he's a he's an NFL starter quality again. So. You know, hopefully Drew Brees does not get hurt because I, I want to see him, you know, just finish off his career great, but you never know. Yeah, just go out the friggin' field, Drew. I want to see Jameis out there. <laughs> hey, Jameis Winston could get a Super Bowl ring this year. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he did say he'll see Tampa Bay again in Tampa. I, th- I think it's a possibility with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And he's got Michael Thomas there. Alvin Kamara. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Emmanuel's there now. I don't know who their tight end is. Uh, oh, I know who it is. It's a... Uh, oh, Fleener? It? No. Is it Kobe Fleener? No, he's with... Was, but... Jared Cook, that's who it is. Cook. Yeah, Jared Cook. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he's pretty old, but he's still, he's still got a little something. He's still and they got a good offensive line, too. Teron Armstead, Ryan Ramchick. Yeah, they, they just took line. another one in the first round. Yeah, this is our Ruiz. And you're sleeping on P.J. Williams, man. I mean, the defense is always okay there. P.J. Williams is sleeping on himself. Yeah, (laughs) I am kind of being being sarcastic there. But the funny thing is, P.J. Williams at FSU and James, they were best friends. Very close, so that's pretty cool. They get a little reunion there. Yeah, that should go down well on Bourbon Street. Oh, Lord. Hey, now, Janus Swenson has slimmed down a lot. <laughs> Have y'all seen him? Like, he's looking slimmer than he did during his Heisman year in 23. I think he is slimmer. Uh, he is more certainly slimmer. That's nuts. Like, he, I'm I kind of like, all right, you've lost enough. <laughs> I need you he's to. He's a, a vegan diet right now. Six out of the seven need... days of the week. Said he likes to cheat on Sundays. Don't we all? Dustin, I got a feeling you're cheating every day. <laughs> yeah, he had a donut earlier. <laughs> you think we should do a podcast? A like, right now. Yeah? Yeah. Do a full week of us doing vegan food. What Just, what has uh no. what has everyone's uh weight looked like throughout this quarantine? Am I gained or, or lost weight? You know, stayed the same. I've, so I, I've maintained. Yeah, I've I'm, maintained. I'm about the same. Okay. I've actually lost fifteen pounds. For real? Yeah, I've, I've like committed to water since since the quarantine. I've been losing some weight. No sweet tea. Need to, need to drop a couple pounds. No, I've been bought sweet tea in like four weeks. Wow. Wow, that's making some changes over here. I've lost eight pounds myself. So. Jeez. Okay, Fisher. Yeah, yeah I'm just. Well, you also. Burpees. Huh? Burpees. You also are in a new relationship so you got to look chiseled you know you're getting ready oh, for yeah, summer yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i, I understand that that wave what <laughs> happens you know <laughs> us single people just sit here just <laughs> playing video games and don't care who's looking at right, them right yeah uh, let, 
Go ahead. No, you got. You got it, Dustin. Oh, I was saying I told you. I told you, me and Jameis are a partnership. He's losing weight, so I gotta lose some weight. That is right. Y'all are on the road together. <laughs> we y'all are on the road together, hand in hand. Speaking of hand in hand, let's go to our worst. We're, we're going to start something. This is we're going to try to have a different topic every week. I think it keep people interested in listening. Did we talk uh, about how our personal teams did? Well, if we if we want to, let's let's do it. I want to talk about our personal teams. I, I know Austin was very invested in the draft. I'm sure he has some things to say about uh, yeah, Minnesota's Dustin, moves. Yeah, I, Dustin. I love the Vikings draft. Yeah, Dustin decided to just take the entire draft off. Yeah, yeah he, I kind of really have any. Like but, Austin's trying to drop articles, and I'm trying to post 25 graphics that Fisher and Adam are giving me every 10 minutes. I'm trying to remember what was I doing on Saturday night? Oh yeah, I wasn't home. That's what it was. I just awesome. decided to take a vacation. Saturday, I was out, Saturday I was out of town, and then Friday night I was – what was I doing? I don't know. Probably eating. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus, Austin. You're right. I think I, I think I had Burger Pie that night. You're right. <laughs> but no sweet tea. No sweet tea. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's talk about our personal teams. Austin, you go first. Big Vikings fan over here. Skull, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> wow. Um, I thought the Vikings did pretty well. The first round went well. The second round, we got Ezra Cleveland from Boise State, who apparently they were talking about taking in the first round, and there was a lot of first round buzz about him. Needed an offensive lineman. That was great. We drafted a couple of Mississippi State boys, so I know Fisher's proud slash exhausted for making two Vikings edits. Um. I thought we did pretty well. There was a couple picks I didn't like, like the DJ Wadham pick, the top of the fourth round, whatever. Um, but other than that, I mean, the first three rounds killed it. Some of the mid-round picks. I, like, I didn't like KJ Osborne from Miami because he sucks. But the rest of the draft, I, I thought we did really well, and it's getting pretty universally praised right now. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Dustin, I guess you got it. You've got to talk about your new team, the Saints. How do you think your Saints did in the NFL draft? Yeah, coming in the draft, Saints had a decent set of picks, ended up making a trade to land a tight end in the third round. So we'll go through that real quick. Round one, we talked about it a couple minutes ago, but they drafted Cesar Ruiz, a center out of Michigan. Don't know if it's a – it's not a bad draft pick. It's not very – it's not flashy but it's just another addition to a solid offensive line for the Saints. Second round, they took Zach Braun, linebacker out of Wisconsin, one of the best defensive players in the draft, in my opinion. He should be pretty good in New Orleans. Then round three, this is the big one. Saints traded some of their day three picks to land Adam Trotman, a tight end out of FCS Dayton. So that's just another weapon for Jameis Winston to throw to after Drew Brees goes down the preseason, hopefully. And then finally, <laughs> what he said, nothing, nothing. And then round seven, some Mississippi State love. The Saints selected Tommy Stevens, quarterback. Tommy Stevens. What do you think about him, Fisher? Uh, Tommy Stevens never really got off the ground in college. He was always a guy that people thought had a lot of potential at Penn State and then didn't win the job there, so transferred to Mississippi State and then was hurt a lot this year. But pretty much copy and paste Taysom Hill. That's exactly what it says on here on ESPN. Yeah, yeah so um, 
I don't know. It's pretty interesting that they decided to bring him in um, already kind of having a guy like Taysom Hill. Uh, they have ex- pretty much exactly the same skill set, um, but just never really got off the ground in college. So it'll be interesting to see if, if a team, if New Orleans uses him or if some other team looks at him and, and picks him up, you know, if the Saints cut him. But uh, yeah, pretty much Taysom, Taysom Hill. Pretty much on my side of things with the Steelers, <clears throat> we got a first. We got we got a first rounder, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, in this in this uh, draft class. We gave our first pick to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for Minka Fitzpatrick, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it any day of the week. So Minka Fitzpatrick. Then we got Chase Claypool, a Notre Dame wide receiver. I'm cool with it. I still wish we would have gotten a running back. I'm not fully fully sold on um, James Conner. Just doesn't stay healthy throughout the year, and I just need somebody. And there was some good running backs. Uh, in this class, uh, just I guess waiting next year for um, Anthony Grant from FSU to come to <laughs> Pittsburgh with me. Uh, we did, did get a running back from Maryland, Anthony McFarland. CBS is giving it an A. I'm giving it a B. I know he's got speed, but I just don't know, know much. Probably my favorite pick, though, is the guard, Kevin Dotson. Strong as hell from Louisiana Lafayette. Got him in the fourth round. Big boy. Um, I, li- I like that pick. So not... Not like a crazy, awesome, entertaining draft on my end of things. Uh, and it all should have started with uh, bringing on Jameis Winston, but that never happened. So um, just a just a just a kind of a just a mediocre kind of NFL draft and, and free agency for me. The the Titans have have figured out the template. Uh, of, mm. of a successful draft. So round one, they draft an offensive lineman from Georgia, which uh, Georgia is just an offensive line factory. Uh, how many guys, I don't even know how many guys Georgia had drafted this year from their O-line alone. But if you look at the guys that got drafted out of Georgia, it makes you think, how did Georgia not do any better than they did this year? Which is, It's just crazy. But uh, Isaiah Wilson, the first round, off the tackle from Georgia. And then once again, you know, drafting a corner from LSU. Um, that always pans out, always uh, drafting DBs from LSU. So Christian Fulton in round two. Uh, and then from there, they went Darrington Evans, running back, Appalachian State. Don't really know much about him. Uh, and then uh, another defensive tackle from North Carolina State, NC State. Um, seems like a guy that um, NC State's put a, put a few guys in the league from their D-line over the past couple of years. So he might be all right, add some depth. Round seven, they drafted Cole McDonald, quarterback from Hawaii. Uh, Love so the pick. Love for it. the sixth straight year, they'll have a, a quarterback in their QB room from the state of Hawaii uh, after the departure of Marcus Mariota, uh, RIP. Um, but uh, Cole McDonald, I like kind of some of his tape, and he, he just he's solid. like a really athletic guy with a gigantic arm. Every If you look up his highlights from his senior year, uh, every highlight is just a bomb. Um, I didn't really see any, you know, actual like progressions or um, really like reading through defenses. He just he just launches it and somebody 50 yards down the field would catch it. So that's exciting. Maybe kind of see what maybe he can develop once he kind of gets in an NFL system. Um, and then Chris Jackson, DB from Marshall. I don't know anything about him, but uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah, know lots right. of things about him. Maybe. Supposedly he smokes darts after every game. Oh wow. Yeah, but but yeah, the Titans have reloaded and they're ready to uh, finally take that last step and 
and hoist that Lombardi trophy in the air in, in 20, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, 2021. But Hawaii was my late night college football team this past season. So I watched a lot of Cole McDonald and he's a he's a solid quarterback. Throw some picks. He does throw some picks, but like you said, he's got a strong arm, can throw it down the field, runs a up tempo offense with Hawaii. I think it's the the run and shoot or whatever yeah. they call it. But yeah, run and shoot. I I really liked what I saw out of Cole McDonald. He actually wasn't even a senior. He declared early. He was a red pitcher oh, okay. junior, declared early for the draft. Which kind of surprised me because I, I was thinking he would probably come back for a senior season and probably set some Hawaii records in the process. But either way, now he's with the Titans. Should be an exciting battle. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. I'm gonna say it right now, Fisher. It wouldn't surprise me if one day he's a starting quarterback. It, it doesn't surprise me either. If you just watch his tape and you think, you know, if he can really get developed and, and learn learn yes, how to I play the position. Oh well, he cut him sadly. Which is, he had, like, the Hawaiian dreads. Yeah, they were awesome. <laughs> uh, a little disappointing that he cut them. But, yeah, I'm excited about him. Let's get into our segment here, and we're going to just start doing some fun <laughs> ones every week. I thought we'd just start off a good conversation here and just start off the first segment. This is our worst top five FSU football players. So everyone here is going to give off at least five, maybe less, but uh, – just the top five worst FSU football players, and their opinion uh, can be for different reasons. Uh, but I'm interested to hear everybody's opinions on this, and you can also interact with us and tweet us at Hear the Spear with your top five worst FSU football players. It can be from any year, any decade, any time. Who wants to start off first? And we'll just say one by one by one. I think the guest should go first. Why don't you go ahead and go ahead, Fisher? Um, the one that came to my mind first, um, is the entire FSU defense in 2016 versus, uh, Louisville. I don't know if that abides by the rules of this, um, but that was the first thing that came to mind. It's not a bad pick. It seemed like it was one on 11 out there, so. (laughs) Pretty much. Exactly. That's pretty much. Yeah, that, that was a, uh. That was a bad uh, defense there. Uh, Lamar Jackson just – that's where I think ESPN found all their highlights whenever yeah. they look back at his college days. Yeah. I would like to nominate the FSU defense in 2015 versus Houston. I would like to nominate the entire offensive line from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> 2019 gets a pass? Yeah, Dante Lucas. That's, that's their safety uh. race. Yeah, the 16-year-old. And Williams. And Williams played last year? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, up next. Who's up next? Worst FSU football players. I've only – I put four down. I don't have five. I've I've been scrolling the roster trying to find my fifth, but here's four. I've got every every Florida State fan's favorite player in Corey Mangum, who I think we all remember from 2009. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have J.J. Constantino, one of the best backup quarterbacks in Florida State history. <laughs> Absolutely looked like he was chugging Jim uh, on the sidelines every game. And I, I actually knew the playbook more than he did. Um, I think a lot of fans knew the playbook more than he did. It seemed like while he was out there. 
Juan Williams, your your standout left tackle. Wow. Played uh, really great. good in that, that 2018 Syracuse game. That's one I remember. Yeah. Uh, most of his highlights are him blocking ghosts. Uh, and then finally, cool our favorite player here on Here the Spear, Dontavius Jackson. <laughs> I don't know Man. if he's one of the worst top five FSU football players skill-wise. But just like you said, Logan, it'll be third and 20. The team gets the other team gets 27. Don Tavis Jackson hits the guy at the end of the play, knocked him on the ground. And this man's celebrating. By the way, Florida State's down 40 to six right now. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct. Just twisting people's necks and piles, doing all yeah. kinds of shit. Wow, they're, That's they're another out, reason he's on this list. Yeah, he's twisting people's necks open, uh, and it was division. Who it was a uh, ULM game. Yeah, and that sadly was still a game. I mean, that was nice. That was 40, an actual nice forty-five, forty-four win there. I think it was <laughs> Good job, Dontavious. <laughs> necks. What'd you say? Way to twist some necks. <laughs> I think that, that is your, I think there's some very good those are very good picks there. What yeah, do you I have, like, Austin? I feel like most of our lists, at least at the top, are gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't be, want to you gotta players. start being creative. Yeah, we all went with players in our lifetime. So Corey Mangum, we, we don't need to discuss that. JJ Constantino, yeah. the best thing he ever did was date Karina Rosario. Mm, uh Dontavious, sure. we've already talked about it. And then uh Kalen Brooks. He's oh, not wow. good. Yeah, he's not. And then the 2018 offensive line, you can just take your pick. Juwan Williams, just anybody in there. Um, then a couple honorable, honorable mentions, because I went that far. Uh, post-neck injury, Tyler Hunter was abysmal. And yeah. because I'm a basketball guy, I put one basketball guy in there. Monte Brandon. Oh, man. Poor Monte. He, I he don't want to talk about it. Dude started no. every game and averaged three points. Is it yeah. sad that I like Monte Brandon? Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, we like, a... uh, I like everything y'all have added. I'll, I'll add one more. Uh, Xavier Lee um, is one of the biggest Dang. disappointments in FSU football history. Yeah, but disappointments but, are the worst. worst top five. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a disappointing segment. This was a worst... I, I would take Xavier Lee over Drew Weatherford. 100%. Uh, I guess you're going to start talking to Drew Weatherford. <laughs> Drew Weatherford's got to be in that honorable mention, most certainly, contention. Right? Yeah. you can make. A, I think you can make a case for Keith Gavin. I mean, he had 800 receiving yards in four years as a four-star. Yeah. I was thinking about John, Jonathan Vickers running back. Out of uh, NFC, I don't know if you guys remember him. Yeah. I, I think he just got buried on a really deep depth depth chart. Maybe even Anthony Grant. <laughs> oh man, so much burn about Anthony Grant. Sorry, right. I'll be it enjoying his skills. Yards. I'll be enjoying his talents in Pittsburgh. Enjoy that. Oh, what was? Oh my God, I don't know how this just. What was that walk-on linebacker's name that we played in 2016 because we had no linebacker depth? It was Nick Tyrell something. Oh, uh, against Ole Miss? Yeah. 
Yeah. He had a really great spring game, and then he was horrible against Ole Miss. There was uh, the Tyrell Lyons guy before that, but I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. This is going to bug me. Said he was a linebacker? Yeah, he wore like 32 or something. I know, I know who you're thinking of. He, he got like, I mean, he practically started against Ole Miss. Yeah, because yeah, he, he had, I'll, I'll admit, he had a great spring game, and I I remember writing about it for the first yeah. time I ever wrote he was, for. He was a, he was and a he was, yeah. And he was horrible against Ole Miss. I mean, just the he was worst. linebacker? Yeah. Kind I feel like fun. it's Nick something. Nick is, DeAndre France, is DeAndre Francois not being brought up right now? I thought about like, it. DeAndre Francois is not a top five worst player in FSU history. I would say I, like, DeAndre Francois not, was better than Xavier Lee and Drew Weatherford combined. I'm, well, I'm thinking I know like skill set. I I think he's he, he's he's skilled, but from what really he is really as a per it. like as a as a person though, in, in the locker room, just oh well, yeah, he's a just top five awful. Player. Oh, it was Nick Patty. Nick That's Patty. Who it was. Nick Patty. Yeah. Oh, God, poor Nick Patty. <laughs> I know he was a walk-on, but, dude, he should not have been starting. Why does he look like Josh Griffiths' brother? Yeah, you know. There's some names on here I forgot about. Roderick Hoskins deserves some let me put this in, Let me put this in the sky. Tell me this doesn't look like Josh Griffiths' brother. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Kind of. Griffiths looks a lot more country, though. It looks like an inbred Josh Griffiths. <laughs> Jesus, uh, but yeah, uh, Fisher's favorite player is DeAndre Francois. Oh, yeah. What What about Ricky Aguayo? Is he, is he top five worst ever? I yeah. was wondering he if he qualified because some of his kicks these this last year were just. I he had the better than that. He had the one great game against Ole Miss, he just like Francois, and then just plummeted. Very first in his veins. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, what about Casey uh, Beatty? He he sucked I until like was 2014. Good as a senior, yeah. It's yeah, true. 2014. He, he was good. He finished strong. He, he was the one. <laughs> he was the one punter we've ever seen improve and develop. What about what about, what about Dalvin Cook? He was good. <laughs> Shut up, Logan. Dalvin Cook shouldn't be in the consideration. Shut up. <laughs> Saved the team multiple times and <laughs> terrible guy. Awful. Things would have been much worse much earlier if Dalvin Cook had never come to FSU. Man, there's <laughs> I'm just scrolling through former offensive linemen and they all deserve mention. Like yeah, Ryan well, Hofield. Can... Ryan Hofield. Oh my god. You can go I can we add Kareem Ari. Kareem Ari. <laughs> I think it's just R. I thought it was Ari. Well, that's how irrelevant he is. Brock Rubel? I mean. (laughs) What about Logan Tyler? (laughs) I thought about him too. Mike Arnold? Trash. Wilson Bell? Abdul Bello. Abdul Bello has to be top five. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is turning into just a. Jalen Wilgerson? Well, yeah, we don't know. He didn't change the defense then, and then he declared declared early for the NFL draft after being a backup. <laughs> that was a good move. That really worked out. Yeah. But yeah, that that's pretty much. Where's my guy Adonis Thomas at? Oh, that's a good one. Thinking about him. Josh Brown. That's a really good one. 
Yeah, so. Like, there are some trash cans. I think that should conclude that segment there. We kind of uh, went there on a little rant. I think a lot of people have this on their minds a lot anyways, but we come out here and say it. And... Get at us on Twitter with some more some more that we missed, though. Obviously, we yeah, only we chose just... some from our lifetime, but there's there's definitely some we're missing from the older days. Yeah. Oh, Nas Upshur. Yeah, I haven't seen these in Philly somewhere. Uh, but yeah, let, let's jump into some trivia. What's the lead right now? I got it written down. Uh, six five. Six five. Yeah, six five Austin. Yeah. It, it's it is six five Austin. Uh, Fisher is going to join in. This is a chance for Fisher to come in and take like a one and zero type of situation. <laughs> I don't know if you're up for it, Fisher. I, I played on the uh, high school basketball team my freshman year until I got cut. Um, and uh, I only shot once my freshman year, and I made it. And so uh, <laughs> I never missed a shot my entire high school basketball career. Okay. And that may, be kind, of similar, that may be kind of like a similar situation to what we have here today. Just kind of a, a one-and-done type deal. Okay. I understand. Uh, uh, that works. We'll take that. Well, let's jump into it. Austin has a 6-5 to five lead on Dustin right now. This is FSU Here's the Spear Trivia. We're still in our award uh, accomplishments, whatever you want to call it. Why? Segment here, because y'all, y'all got a lot to learn. Y'all don't know what's going on. So let's go back to the Bobby Bowden Award. In what year did Christian Ponder win the Bobby Bowden Award for Best oh. Student Athlete? 2010. That's what I was, was going to say, 10. I was, I was either going to say 2009 or 2010, but I'll say 10. Yeah, same. Uh, was he there in 11? No. No, because no, he was taken in the first round of the 11 draft. Oh, right. I'll say 9. 2009 for Fisher, 2010 for Austin and Dustin. Fisher, we enjoyed having you, but you're going <laughs> to get cut off from this. <laughs> you're going to get cut off from the first round here. He's now one for two. Fifty <laughs> percent still good though. Don't don't be mad. <laughs> not awful. It's not a god awful. So now it's back to Dustin and Austin. Uh, Dustin doesn't get multiple choice this week, so we'll yeah. see. How long can last word is he can't really last long in a lot of ways uh let's yeah, see here. trying to get my stamina <laughs> up yeah i got yeah. you no worries no worries uh let's see here uh ooh. these will be good in what year did peter work win the paul warfold Award for the best wide receiver. 1999? See, that's... Five seconds. I think this is a trick question. I'm going to explain one. myself. I'm saying 98, but I'm going to explain myself. Because 99, he had the Dillard's issue, where he got like, the employee oh. discount and got, tra- and got charged. So I'm going to say 98. Three seconds. I already said 99. I mean, whatever. Well, I guess since it was the... Ni- yeah, I guess the 99 championship would be after the 98 season right no that was the 2000 sugar bowl for the 99 season 
Everybody's I'll just, I'll just say 99. We have a tie, everybody. Dustin Dang gets it right. I overthought it. Austin Dang. is thinking about Dillard's. Dillard's is in his head. <laughs> Can't get Dillard's out. Dustin is making a comeback in front of everybody's eyes. We're going to take this onto the field, take it to the sideline, just like the XFL RIP. Here's the interview. Dustin, how are you feeling after that dub? Feeling a little confused about how we pulled it out, but sometimes you just need a little luck in the end. I don't need no multiple choice. Oh. It's the first one you hold Austin. multiple choice. Don't get cocky. <laughs> yeah. Austin, do you feel good and you feel fine? Yeah, I just overthought it because I know the whole Dillard's thing cost him a Heisman that 99 season, so I thought it would have cost him other other awards. So I'm Didn't not too cost upset. him everything. Let's go. <laughs> Nope, that is correct. In dinner. Yeah. All right, let's jump into terrible dad jokes to end off this wonderful podcast. Once again, we definitely appreciate Fisher coming on here and saying what's up, hanging out with us, a little reunion. Uh, hopefully, Fisher has some funny dad jokes, or we might not even talk to him again. I got one. Got one. Austin, did you or Fisher? Did you know where Austin works? Don't. Do I know where Austin go. works? Yeah. Yeah, he works at nolgameday.com. Good one. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that answer, Fisher. Yes, he does. That's a, that's good. He, if you want a discount or coupon, hit me up. He usually gives me some. <sighs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I don't know his other uh, place of employment. The Golden Arches. Nope, he's lying. <laughs> he works at the Golden Arches. <laughs> he is lying. Uh, does he really? No. <laughs> Stop. How's the ice cream machine working? I don't know. I've never worked there. <laughs> he complains about it all the time. Oh you my listen God. To the podcast he talks about what? the ice cream machine. How many big things he's got I love, uh, who even I love that, you know, y'all transferred. Like, y'all used to make fun of me on here, and now that's all on Austin. Yeah. But at <laughs> least at least they made fun of you for something that was real, and that's Mississippi. I don't, I don't work at McDonald's. Don't bump me into this. Logan <laughs> came up with this McDonald's thing. <laughs> no, but you egged them on. I don't egg them on. You did. No, when it first started, <laughs> you egged them on hard. <laughs> I don't. I, don't <laughs> I won't take this slander. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Dustin went after Fisher a lot. I don't know why, but early <laughs> on in those days, Dustin had something foul against Fisher in Mississippi. How terrible hey, it is to live there. Logan, we probably don't need to talk about it on the pod, but do you remember that joke that you told me when Dustin first joined Noel Game Day? I think so. We can, we can laugh about it later, but. Well, I wanna, <laughs> what is the joke? <laughs> We'll laugh about it later. We'll, we'll chat. We'll as long as you can't just bring that up on the podcast and leave the joke. <laughs> uh, Say something. Uh, we're going to get into our bad dad joke segment. Wow, tease the people. Should I start yeah. us off with a topical dad joke? Yeah, Austin's topical. the best. This. He gets them from his grinder chat. So. Topical? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. It's our hundredth episode. It's oh my god. That's that's why I'm starting it off with the topical one. 
Yeah, so um, we get canceled. All right, go ahead. As everyone knows, North Korea's leader is may or not be dead following sur- uh, failed heart surgery. They're now start. They're now going to start calling him Kim Jong Unresponsive. <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good i like that and, and it's something current that's going on right now so i think that was pretty like good, said, good job topical. It's a good yeah one. i like that oh i thought you meant topical like a cream you rub on your skin <laughs> i like like what? topical ointment yeah 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 what? i was wondering that's why i was like topical or tropical <laughs> it was neither yeah tough well i'll say mine go right ahead what do you call a man with a rubber toe roberto i did that one a few weeks ago you stealer uh, i did literally you? did i don't remember that one. i did oh i don't I remember did. all right i'll i'll find a different one then jackass I'll, yeah i'll go uh how do you make a kleenex dance Put some boogie in it. <laughs> God. Oh, gosh. I hate this segment. Your, <laughs> your are, are you glad that you moved, that you, you're in free agency still, podcast? I, think I, I still think I made the right move. Even though I haven't been picked up in free agency, <laughs> I had to get out of this dysfunctional organization. You missed the fun fact segment that we did for like four weeks. This, that was the worst. This podcast is like the Jets, the New York Jets. <laughs> Wow, you know how nobody or like the you know how like Nengakwe strong or strong uh whatever the 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 guy that wants to get out of the Jaguars Yannick Ngakwe Ngakwe it's kind of yeah. kind of situation or like the Jags and the Jets combined. We appreciate that. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and give mine to to wrap this uh, just terrible segment up. Um, I've been watching the weather. I've been watching the Weather Channel a lot. I'm really into the weather, and now that Jameis is is going to New Orleans, I've been looking at the weather for New Orleans. And meteorologists are, are saying it's going to get a lot hotter in New Orleans in the next few years because um, there's there's going to be no breeze. Oh, <laughs> well, he actually made that one up, and he's not reading off a website, so we got to get. Yeah. Oh no, it's from a website. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard it. I put I put a little spin on it. Yeah, um, no, I think that was good. I think that was good. Yeah. Is is this when we tell them that we go two rounds? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell them that it just doesn't end like that. For sure. <laughs> the, the, Dustin, you've had some nat. You've had some nat. Where, where's the site where you have your uh, your bad ones there? <laughs> well, I only break those out if you guys break them out. I try not. I try not to go on that website. Got to go incognito. <laughs> what? Go you to know. it. No. All right, fine. Austin, <laughs> it didn't take you. It didn't take us much to talk you into it there. Let's see. Let's see. I, I think it's my turn. Um, it's easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods because it's harder to deter gents. To deter gents. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> that was that was just just like an irritating, corny type of situation. It means I've won. It means I've. <laughs> yeah, you just pissed us off. 
my god, dude. This this website. Oh god. Here we go. Just give it a <laughs> picture. You're not around your kids or anything I during this segment. I can't read these, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find one that isn't too inappropriate, but is inappropriate. And remember, this is mature. This is a rated R. This one, doesn't even, this one doesn't even make sense to me. Here we no. go. Ready? Yeah. Y'all are going to have to explain this one to me if y'all get it, because I, I don't get it, but it's just funny. What? Why does Dr. Pepper come in a bottle? Oh. Because his wife died. Like, well, how does that make it? Like, what is the, what's the punchline <laughs> there? <laughs> oh. I'm on the same I, side. I get it. I get it. Because he's I, I okay, it. I've got I've got one. Like I said, this is rated R. If you don't like it, then you can skip to the end of the podcast. But this one's just directed towards Fisher. I think he'll enjoy this one. I don't know why, but I hope he's listening. Uh, what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? Lick a lot of puss. <laughs> oh my god! Why did you think I would like that one? I don't know. You're not like Austin on Grinder, so. <sighs> oh gosh. <laughs> All right, All right. Here's, here's a bad one. Here's a bad one. <laughs> What's the best part about sex with 28 year olds? <sighs> there, are, there are 20 of them. Oh god. I knew that was happening. Yep. I, <laughs> as soon as you said the joke, I knew the punchline. <laughs> Oh. All right, uh, moving on from that one. I got another one that I'm going to put my own little spin on. Um, no, creative. Creative. This is what creative so, teams. <laughs> so I don't know if I don't know if y'all like know this, but Jameis Winston was like a really good student in school. In high school, he had a he had a four zero. Um, and actually, New Orleans found that out when they were kind of evaluating him that he had a four zero. So that's why they decided to bring him in because he was above C level. Get it. Because like New Orleans is below. It, it, we get it. No. <laughs> you should tweet these out, Fisher. You might go viral. I'm kind of lost. You yeah, have to, that, you that have was to, hard. You have to understand the context. That's hard for Dustin Fisher. Yeah, that's, that's difficult. Difficult for. Uh, th- this one's a little bit of a thinker. Uh, if A is for apple and B is for banana, then what is C for? Plastic explosives. Okay. Uh, wait. A is for apple. B is for banana. C is for explosives. What is C for? Oh, I get it. C dash four. I get it. Uh, do you have one more for us, Dustin? I guess. It's for all you fine gentlemen out there. What do you call the useless piece of skin on a dick? The man. That's what this website gave me. I, sorry, guys. Uh, okay, I don't. I don't like. I've Dustin's. got about fifty. I've got about fifty more. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll save those. Well, yeah. I don't think we want to get taken down on our 100th episode really but not today but i think that's pretty much going to end it off 
Fisher, did you have a good time in your reunion? Did that really just make your week? I think I, just, oh. I think I just was reminded of, of, of all the reasons why I left. <laughs> <laughs> why he stepped away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, that, that'll do it for our 100th episode on Here the Spear. Definitely appreciate you guys always listening to us. This has been a really fun thing we're doing weekly since 2017. Uh, our first episode ever was with Deion Sanders' prime timing. You can still go back and listen to that. But since then, we've had Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers, um, Heisman winner, uh, All-Americans, everything uh, from Derek Brooks, Terrence Mann, uh, Peter Warwick, Terrell Buckley, so many good interviews. And we definitely appreciate all those guests that would come on and, and join us for some good conversations. And we learned so much. We're definitely the younger generation here. So having those legends on to learn from them was, has been an incredible experience for, I know all of us on here. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, if you guys like the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at Hear the Spirit. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube, and everywhere else, honestly. But yeah, we hope you all have a great rest of y'all's week, uh, and we'll talk to you guys next week on Hear the Spirit. Peace. Mama told me, I'm so worried.